Hi, my name is Brian. And my name is Susanna. And this is the Unmatched Podcast. Podcast all about love, relationships, and how to not get unmatched. Ooh, very good. Uh, welcome back. Um, if you have listened to our first two episodes, you will know that we, we go quite in-depth into in-depth, do we? That's very self-indulgent. We, we try to be um, deep about love and relationships and dating. This episode is all about love languages, which is at your request. Um, and I will say from the outset, I am quite new to this concept. I didn't really know. Are you? What... I thought that everyone knew about this. I would say that it was probably about only two or three years ago I first heard the term love language and it was my ex turned to me and asked what do you think your love language is and I was like I English I was like I've never heard of this concept before um a lot of people you will I'm just saying I haven't uh do you want to explain it I mean and what you think of it okay now you're making me sound like I was begging to no no (laughs) I was like Brian please no okay I apologize I just you were saying we should do an episode on love languages I think it's important yeah, because I think it is important, and I think it's an interesting intro to many other topics. Okay. It's like, you know, it's like the core of what we're talking about here, love, and how we express it. So, yeah. So, love languages. So, I think it's based on a book, it must be based on a book, um, that there are these five ways that people basically express love. Okay. Because love only makes sense when it's expressed, right? So, you need these, like different ways to manifest your love right and different people do it differently and it stems from their their upbringing their experiences what they want and how they feel the most loved so love languages i'm going to list them and then we're going to go through them and how many I'm, is there five five okay right five love languages five is that too, me. too many or i, I have no idea i don't know okay so first love language is words of affirmation okay. so Anything with words, um, talking to your partner in a, you know, loving way or expressing your love for words. Acts of service, which is doing things for other person. So helping them out with something. Okay. Um, just, yeah, just kind of serving them with and helping them in their daily life. Right. Gifts. Okay. Which is self-explanatory. Yeah. Uh, quality time, so spending quality time together, and physical touch, okay. which I don't have to explain probably. No. <laughs> so these are the five love languages. So tell me about the time that you first encountered it. Um, well, I don't this really... topic, and what did you think your love languages were? I don't. I don't know. I just. It was just. I remember her asking me, "What do you think your love language is?" And I just never heard it, so I didn't know. I literally was like, "I don't know what you were talking about." Um, <laughs> if you can hear stuff in the back, that's my cat playing um, with something. Um, but no, I, I, I don't know. Um, so based on what you've said, now is this, is this giving or receiving? So like, is, is your no, love language... this is your language. So this is how you communicate your love. Oh, okay. So how I express my yes. love. It's not what I like someone to do for me. Uh, so this is quite connected. It's more what you understand by expressing love it's like a language right this is how you communicate you okay you express your love but this is also the language you understand so this is the type of um expression that you will understand okay and does it have to be it, it, it's it, not one. Oh, it's not one it can be bits of all of them 
think it can be with some. I like think... I'm, lo- I'm looking at the five now. I mean, like I like when someone says something nice about me. Uh, <coughs> excuse me. <coughs> God, I like acts of service. I suppose I like gifts. Who doesn't? I like spending quality <laughs> time. Quality <laughs> time. How is quality time a love language? Why? How is it not a love language? Because it's nor. It, that's surely like the. Okay, right. Is this not basically what a relationship is? Who who doesn't like spending quality time with someone they love? I mean, if you put it that way... Who doesn't like... You're if you're in love with someone and you're, like, repulsed by their physical touch, then it's not... A, I don't understand. So how is that a... How is that a love language? How is that someone that... Oh, I know, I don't really like physical touch. And you're like... You're but you're married. You're so offended that you started, like, choking. No, yeah, I am. <laughs> I am offended. No, I'm just curious. Like, how is this any different to... I'm in normal relationship. Whatever normal relationship is. I mean... Is. Okay, so... You basically just... Um, discredited the whole love language theory. Well, I'm, I want you to argue with me. <laughs> I'm not discrediting it. Who am I to discredit this? Um, I'm just an idiot on a podcast. I'm saying, words, everyone likes words of affirmation. Yeah, yes, but it's about what are your main love languages. And also some people, for example, they do not feel loved if somebody gives them a gift. Okay. It's more that they see different different languages as their expression. I don't know. You're kind of making me doubt this. Well, no, well, that's what we're here to discuss. <laughs> we are here to discuss this topic. We're not here to just kind of endorse it wholeheartedly and go okay, I'm gonna... because then it would be a very very short podcast okay yeah okay i'm gonna give you an example okay um so sorry we didn't before you give me an example what is your oh love God. language oh so now you you're not no no I, love no now i'm supposed to provide a language. mine is in terms of expressing thing mine is acts of service and gifts i always love okay. doing like romantic gestures for people i love doing that okay I mean, I've only ever really done it for one person, but like, I accept, I also was very good at it. So, I'm just saying mine is probably acts of service. Well, no, it's true. Um, Is acts of service and gifts. I would say those are, if you're asking me to define them, I would say those two are at the top of the pyramid. But then the rest of them, I also massively enjoy. So, that's me. What are yours? Oh, Okay. Okay, first let's go through mine and then we will discuss. Okay. Um, so I think mine are definitely words of affirmation. Okay. I just talk all the time about feelings. I tell everyone what they mean to me, even my friends. And just like, you know, thank you for being my friend. And it's important to me. That's why words of affirmation is uh, important to me. And the other one I would say is gifts as well. Okay. Because for me, gifts is like, if somebody gives you a gift, is they thought of you at a time where you're not, we're not together. And I think... That's really cute and really sweet. Okay. That's fair. So that, we've both now described, according to this, five love languages, what we would say our top, top ones are. What? Now let's actually discuss them. Yeah. Let's Is discuss. this nonsense? <laughs> it could be. It could be. But it's really, it's quite a hot topic. If you unhinge, there is a prompt saying, my love language is, and some people interpret it as referring to this. Mm-hmm. Some people interpret it as something else and they put a joke there. But some people... I think I did that <laughs> I once. Think that you would do Because I didn't really... Mine was like, my love language is creamy pints of Guinness. Like, I don't know if that's... I, I love 
Creamy Points of Guinness. If you bought me a Creamy Point of Guinness, I'd be like, all right, thanks for your nice. That's really nice of you, thank you. Creamy? Creamy, like. This isn't a Guinness podcast, but Guinness <laughs> points, points of Guinness are supposed to be like creamy, you know, like they're, 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 they're Is like, it about a phone? <laughs> sort of, but also, we're not getting into Guinness, right? We're getting distracted. <laughs> we're talking about words of affirmation. Okay, so, um, so yeah, on Hinge, a lot of people, when you look at their profile, they put these things. Yes. And um, so I thought it would be good to discuss it because it's so popular. Not that I necessarily believe in it, but okay. I do, to some extent, believe in it. So I think it's quite surprising that you mentioned that yours are gifts and um, acts of service because I don't think I've ever heard a guy not mention it at first physical touch. But again, I argue all of these things are important. I'm just saying that's interesting. Basics of a relationship. Yeah, I so know. I physical touch is like I am touching you. You know, like I like a hug. I like being held as much as the next person. I like holding someone, but so does everyone. No, am I wrong? And quality time. If you don't want to spend time with someone, you're not in love with them. Or you're not friends with them. If I was like, no, I actually, I really don't want to be around that person. <laughs> then I'm not, that's not a love language. So yeah, you're basically discrediting the whole love I'm language. I'm arguing it, I'm not discrediting it. So why do you think most men say physical touch first? Why? I don't know. I think maybe if it's on a dating app, then they're making their profile sexual too early. Possibly. Possibly. But in terms of, like, physical touch, it is literally just hugs and holding someone in bed and spooning and no. having sex? Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's just having sex? It's not just having sex. I think it's all of these things. Yeah, but I think if somebody mentions it, I think it's mostly about, it's about sex. Okay. My love language is having sex. <laughs> Again, that's a totally normal reasonable thing to okay, so have in a relationship. I'm not wrong here. So basically you're saying that this is bullshit because everyone should be able to express their love in all those ways. Because I think I would think some people do not see gifts, for example, as expression of feelings. They would see it as something, you know, just like a random exchange of gifts, like over Christmas or for birthday. Like It's not necessarily a way for them to express their feelings is just okay. I have, it's just a thing to do. Yes, I have thought about it now in my head when you said that some people have got okay. Maybe I have. Yeah, so you're, an a very, you're a very affectionate person. Yeah. you are. You know all these languages. And maybe I'm very close-minded, and I'm like, oh, other people, like you just said about gifts, don't see that as anything special. They see it as like, well, that's what's expected of you anyway. Yeah. So it's not. It's not. It. It, it isn't extraordinary in how to someone would express something. So words of affirmation is, I assume it's like, I really appreciate you. I love you. Um, uh, I want to ride you. Um, <laughs> like, I don't know what else there is. Like, is, is, is that it? Is it I just... I think it's that it. But for you, it's obvious. Um, but maybe for some people that do not say I love you often or do not say I appreciate you, that might be not... Is this a, a most... And it's not their language. It's just not how they express love because they were not conditioned to, let's say, I'm going to go really deep now, but like maybe they were not conditioned to talk 
within their families is just not what they do mm -hmm. and um yeah both of us we talk a lot and we kind of express ourselves through talking anyway that's why so, we have a podcast yeah exactly so maybe that's why it's quite obvious for us but i i don't think everyone has that no i i think you're right so i sorry i don't mean to interrupt but i think i said that in one of the last episodes about um being irish and i can only speak from from being irish is that sometimes there are people don't express their love in in true like to actual words i think we talked about it when we were discussing catholic guilt. yeah catholic guilt yeah and i was i maybe there is that little bit of kind of like you're almost embarrassed to express love which is what we're trying to um and talk about love and actually express love and not be like oh god that's super cringy um and maybe that's what we're trying to do here just break that taboo a little bit um so maybe i am wrong maybe just because i'm so forthright in saying that no i love you and um and expressing my admiration for someone that I am abnormal as such. But would that make love less um, valuable or less real if words of affirmation was not present at all in the relationship? Well, I think there's so many forms of communication. and But I think what a insight that is. But there is so many forms of communication, but I think that actual, actually using your words to articulate how you're feeling, what you're going through, and, and so much more, uh, is the peak. Okay, that's for you. No, but I think in, as humans, I think being able to speak to one another... I disagree with that. I mean, I disagree with that as a person who also has words of affirmation as their love language. But I, I kind of try to defend people who maybe are not as good as us at articulating things that make maybe it's possible for them to kind of be in a loving relationship and like to never say i love you or like i appreciate you but express their love through make that for example quality time but i think spoken language and like sign language though uh are separate us from the animals oh so you're oh well then that's why i put it at the top because i mean if gorillas could for argument's sake talk so you're saying if there nobody says i love you that means it's not love no no i'm not saying that i'm saying i what i'm arguing and you disagreed with me was that a spoken uh and verbal communication is the most important form of communication because yeah. it separates us from the animals so i'm saying it has to be well it does if gorillas could talk they would <laughs> be ruling they would rule the earth <laughs> physically they're way bigger than us this and then imagine if you were just walking around and gorillas could actually like properly communicate. And be like, did, hey, and they had thumbs, like proper posable thumbs. Thumbs and verbal communication separate us from the animals. <laughs> so I'm saying that words, uh, the verbal communication is the most important form of communication. I disagree with you. And okay, so this is a good example of how love languages can be a problem in our relationships. Because let's say... You are saying that if you do not say I love you, you're an animal and um, therefore you cannot really experience you, real I mean, <laughs> you're like, I've given yeah. you an inch and you've taken a mile with what I just said, but sure. Let's say, for argument's sake, that's what I'm saying. So, that's, so for example, let's say you are in a relationship with someone who don't have this ability to express themselves and feels a little bit maybe uncomfortable to just say I love you all the time or, or any other thing. But they're putting a lot of effort into creating situations where you can spend quality time and they want to spend quality time 
or they're providing acts of service, they try to help you in your daily life, but they never say I love you because that's uncomfortable for them. And that's when it could create friction because your love languages are not matching and you think that they don't care and they don't love you. you they think that you're crazy. So how do you get over that stumbling block? Oh yeah, that's... By communicating! <laughs> You don't have to be like, oh, I love you. Be like, oh, I'm not actually very good at expressing yeah. uh, my love through words, but I do it through these other forms, which is why yeah, this is words bit, of affirmation... This is a bit of a deadlock, because if you don't have words of affirmation as your love language, you cannot really discuss it. So you No, cannot... no, just, no, I'm saying <laughs> a, a, any, any form of communication. You can say, you can... Communicating that words of affirmation isn't your strong suit... Because maybe, as you said earlier, you didn't grow up in an environment where you could do that or you, you do find it uncomfortable for whatever reason. But being able to express that you're uncomfortable with, with doing that, that is important. Yeah. So I suppose that's where the other things come in. But I suppose for me, looking at all five, I would argue that I think all of those are the key to a... a, a flourishing relationship so i'm not discrediting the concept i'm just saying picking out one of these things and going yes that is what i do is flawed because all of these things are important which is maybe what's being argued here i haven't read the book obviously so, i'm just going off what you're telling me. i'm thinking whether we could argue about this that these five love at languages are actually they're a bit gaslighting because <laughs> They're gaslighting. Because the theory is that you only can have like two love languages and the rest you're just not good at. Oh. And people use that as saying, oh, you know, I'm not really good at whatever acts of service, so I'm never going to do anything for you, but I'm very good at physical touch, so I'm going to fuck you every day. Okay. Like, so the, 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 the actual theory of this says you can only be two of them. No. You just no, said that. No, like, that you cannot be all of them. I think that's what the... <laughs> well, that's, yeah, but it's the same thing. You can only be good at two of them. Yeah, so I think it's a bit of a gaslighting theory yeah. because when I first thought about this, I thought that, okay, maybe somebody's not really good at talking, therefore they cannot have words of affirmation as their love language, or somebody's not that physical, so, like, physical touch is not their thing. Mm. But now that I'm thinking about it, it's a bit like, oh, this is not my love language... And you cannot, like, expect these things of me. Especially with acts of service, I feel like it can be a bit, a yeah. bit dodgy. Like, but I'm never going to do anything for you because that's just not my love language. But I suppose I'm it, never going to give you a gift. If you become very competent at all five of those things... I mean, quality time is pretty easy just to sit there and, like... Is that quality time just to sit there? No, but, like, it, it could be. It could be. Just sitting in someone's presence. Yeah, I mean, we're sitting here, we're having quality time. Yeah, this is quality time. Fantastic. You can sit and, and enjoy someone's presence in silence. I've done that many times, where you just sit there and you're like, this is nice, this is really nice. I think one of the best parts about being in a relationship is that there's just someone there and you enjoy the camaraderie you have with them and the companionship and you're so comfortable with one another that you don't have to be constantly making conversation. You can just sit and enjoy each other's presence. No, I get that. But now that I'm thinking about this, I actually, in the span of the last 30 minutes that we were discussing this, I actually think love languages are bullshit. 
I, I'm not. I, I I'm I going to. My, I'm going to argue. I changed my mind. Okay, you changed your mind. I started this going. I don't really kind of get this concept. Maybe when it's like this is bullshit, but I've come back to it being like, it's not an exact science, but it is also a guide on how to on on maybe the five what's the right word factors that make up a, a solid relationship. So you cannot skip any of them. Yeah, you have to be in some way competent at all of them. I think acts of service is a very interesting one because I said, I think on the first episode, that love for me is putting someone else's need, or a part of love is putting someone else's needs above yours. And I think that's partly an act of service. You know, that, that how can I not serve at the feet of this person, but, but how can I make life easier for them in certain ways by being there for them? And that is an act of service. No, it it, it 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 acts of service maybe sounds very uh, what's the right word very formal, um, but I, I I think it's it's more of a jazz. I'm not articulating this well, but because I'm, I'm literally making this up as I go along. But You're uh, great. yeah, thank you. Um, but like acts of service is is it's probably a very harsh way of describing it, where yeah. it's actually just like being there for someone or like thinking about them. Yeah, like there. I find it really nice when somebody just thinks of like a problem I might have or thinks for me, like yeah, yeah. thinks two step ahead of me so I don't need to do that. I think that's... That's what I was trying. Again, this is the same that I talk for like two minutes and say nothing and then you just go, oh, so you, what you mean is this. This keeps happening. Um, and I'm also not making it religious. <laughs> yeah, well, like not do. yet. Not oh. yet. Um, and then, So acts of service, I suppose, is, as, as you just said there. Gifts is a weird one because I... Gifts is my strongest one. I love gifts. But gifts isn't always necessarily like I went out and spent. Gifts doesn't mean capitalism. No, no, it means... I can make it political. Um, <laughs> yeah, sorry, it doesn't mean it doesn't mean I went out to the shop and I spent hundred euro or hundred pounds on this for you. It can be like I would. Do you want me to share what my well, the you're most still romantic? Thinking in euros. Well, yeah, I was in Ireland like last week, so yeah, I always think in euros. Um, Never forget. Uh, and then, the, so do you want to know the most romantic gesture I ever did? Tell me. It's a gift. So it was during lockdown, and it got to my ex's birthday, and I had lost my job, and money was quite tight, you know, we were trying to be, um, what's the right, we were just trying to watch money, and I was like, God, okay, I need to, I need to, 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 to do something for her birthday. And I was always doing these big romantic gestures, time to time, I used to do all sorts of random stuff. And I was like, I need something. It's a pandemic. It's hard. Um, she's been buying loads of stuff over lockdown. Um, so what does she have that you could use? I really didn't know. And then about a week before, it hit me. What could I possibly do? So I got a massive group of her friends and family, and my friends and family as well, to record birthday messages and send them to me. And I put it into like a big 13-minute compilation, and I got her grandmother to do it, who she hadn't seen in months. And I got... Um, Richard Chambers, if you're Irish, you'll know who Richard Chambers is. Uh, he's like the nation's boyfriend. No idea. Well, no, but I'm saying if you're Irish, you'll know who he is. He's like the nation's boyfriend. He just, over the lockdown, um, during the pandemic, he's like a journalist on TV. And everyone was like, oh, I love Richard Chambers. He's great on Twitter. And uh, I got him to record a birthday greeting and I put it together. And I think that it cost me nothing, time, it cost me time. But like, that was the, the most romantic gift that I gave in That's very that sweet. relationship it was very sweet you should put it on your hinge no 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 I, i've said it it's now a, and it makes me a bit sad but no it's, it's but for the for the point of this 
that was that was what I so I think I'm very good at like romantic gifts yeah and this and is what not people don't understand physical. about gifts it's not about the gift or the value of the gift mm. it's about I thought about you yes when we weren't like together I was somewhere I thought about you and I put my love into this form of this gift yes that I'm giving to you so this is a vessel for my love yes this is a representation yeah of, like I listened to something you said six months ago and it stuck with me yeah and then you're like oh my god because you're no one else that person may not have ever shared that information with someone else and you have and you've seen how important it is to them so i think gifts is is maybe it does get lost in, and you know that gifts. and do you know whose fault that is capitalism i'm not making it religious <laughs> that's, what, that's what i wanted to say that gifts have a little bit of a bad rep so if you're saying that gifts is your love language everyone i mean on hinge and just like in general kind of conversation people think that you're materialistic but it's not about that. It's not, totally not about that. It's just, I think people, um, I don't know, are they scared of kind of committing their time into thinking about someone? Scared of maybe getting it wrong. Nah. Well, I mean, it could be. That you're like, oh, I have or thought about this lazy. thing. lazy. That could be it. You're saying about men there, aren't you? Maybe. Yeah, you are. Um, but I will say, on, in terms of actually, sometimes a good material gift is class. I know. Yeah, sure. like if someone got me like a PS4 or a PS5 or something, I'd be like, oh, oh we're going on holiday. Yeah, okay, cool, yeah. No, they don't always have to be like these really romantic, well-thought-out um, gestures. They could just be, I bought you a new TV. Yes! Unreal. Like, that's also good. Sometimes capitalism is pretty good. <laughs> I can play both sides. I can play both sides. Um, you sound like a Taurus. Not a Tory. A, a Taurus. Taurus. Yeah, you keep bringing this up. But I'm... Because it's a, it's a Taurus trait. To what? Taurus is Play gifts. both sides? Oh, gifts. Okay. Gifts. They're very materialistic. <laughs> I do like a nice kind of fancy dinner. I'm not going to lie. So this oh, is yeah. No, I would I would like a, a fancy dinner um, on there. I do like when someone brings me out for dinner. Very rarely, in fairness. It's a nice gift. We can talk about this actually in, a date, in an episode on first dates. But right now, when you go on a first date with someone. Yeah. And you're female. And I'm male, quite. I don't know why I said that, but <laughs> you can tell. Do you split the bill? Oh! We can talk about this in a future episode. I just want to know right now. Okay, so this is an interesting one. Because if I'm on a first date and I don't... Okay, so there are a couple of scenarios we need to go through. No, wait, this is supposed to be no, quick for Because no, no, we're no, going to no. do this on first dates. Normally, um, so, okay. It's a couple of scenarios. Just, do, like, just say like, yes or like, no. Like, do you split the bill? <laughs> Or do you offer to split the bill? No. Oh, I am never offer. I only offer if I don't like the guy. Oh. I don't know if that's controversial, but we're going to do an episode on it. I'm just, so, I'm just curious. It was just you were talking about bring broccoli no, for dinner and so stuff. So basically, I think I never do the wallet dance when you're like, Ooh, do you want, oh. like when you kind of like the bill comes and you take your purse out and you're kind of pretending and you let them say, oh, that one is on me. I never do that dance. I just sit and look them straight in the eye. Yeah, fair enough. Okay. So I don't even give that opportunity. So I make it like, so if they even break that barrier and ask me, do you want to split the bill? This is over. But however, if I don't like them and I'm not sure if I'm even happy to keep them as friends. If I just don't like them, I would split the bill because I just see this as like a meal with a friend. Fair enough. Okay. Well, I don't I, know what all of this says. We about went me. slightly off topic, but I was just you were talking about Brimona for dinner 
and you've mentioned it a few times, and I was like, do you split the bill on the first date? I was just curious. Um, no, I don't even offer. So I if don't you, do the dance. If you do end up going on a first date um, with the Zuz, you are paying. Unless, and, and, and if you, <laughs> if, if she offers to pay for it, or half of it, she does not like you. So that's the worst scenario. If you see me <coughs> pulling out my card, it's over. Yeah. Okay. Fair enough. Um, right. Quality time we have touched on, but I, again, I want to reiterate that I think that this is just that's not a love yeah, language. Like, how can quality time not be your love language? Yeah. How can it not be part of a relationship? We've gone through. We talked about this no, already, and I, I just actually, I'm still wrapping my head around it. It doesn't make any sense to me. But do you know? people who are like in a very like in a long-term relationship they're quite like distant so they like live separately or in a different cities or wherever long-distance relationship okay maybe then quality time is important but i just know of couples that don't really spend that much time together see to me that kind of just like i i don't get that but they maybe do acts of service. I don't know. Yeah, I'm trying to think of a scenario where quality time is just because if you not live, if, if if it's a long distance relationship, it's clearly long distance for like other reasons. Yeah. You haven't both chosen like we're married, but we're both going to live in separate continents for no real reason other than it's part of the relationship or for tax purposes. Yeah, it could be for tax purposes, it could be for work purposes, it could be for family, it could be for reasons, it could be loads of different things. But ben, you don't choose time. to spend. But then when you actually get the chance. To be together, yeah. you, you do want to spend quality time, but then you have to go. You're being forced to go elsewhere. And again, do you know why? Capitalism. <laughs> I'm, you know, that's generally the oh reason. Oh my God. Okay, this is off topic a little bit, but mm-hmm. there is one of my favorite podcasts. Um, Are you going to talk about another podcast yeah, on our podcast? podcast. One of my favorite philosophers, she put, a, she put out an episode about, is it possible to love under capitalism? This, I'm going to send it to you. Please do. This is the best thing I've ever listened to. It's so good. And Other than the first two episodes of the Unmatched Podcast, which you can find on all good yeah. podcast hosts. Um, so basically the thesis is that you cannot... And we could talk about this, but this is not our podcast. This is not our topic. We're, um, we'll do an episode in the future on is love better under communism or is love better under capitalism or somewhere in the middle. There is a really good book um, called um, Women Have Better Sex Under Socialism. It's actually really good. Um, do they mean that. literally under socialism, like under men who are socialists in the missionary it's position? It's not a funny joke, Brian. That was pretty funny. <laughs> Under men. I thought that to get was... you to get over someone, you have to get under someone. You get under someone. I preferred your moose uh, joke. <sighs> my moose joke is very good. From the last episode, go back. And no, but basically, the, it's yeah. it's also not a joke. It's a theory. It's not a joke. It's very it's a real. Terrible joke. I don't. It's not a joke. You keep saying it's a joke. It's not. It's a real theory. I believe. Okay. I'm just saying. Physical touch. Right. We 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 started talking about it, and then we kind of moved on. Physical touch. You think when men say it is mostly just sex? Yeah. But also. I don't know. Do you not sometimes have something that you just want to hug someone? Like, you just... Yeah, but I don't... Again, I'm... I don't know... I suppose there are people out there who don't like being touched. Yeah. And I suppose these love languages... Are these love languages, and I probably should have asked this at the start, is this purely about uh, romantic sexual love? Or is this, is this for, like, platonic love? 
I would say it's about platonic love as well. Okay, so... But this is my assumption. Okay. Oh my god, I just noticed, because we have like a Google page open, that actually the genre of this book is Christian literature. No way! So... <laughs> oh my god, it is! Wow, that's a... That's a first. Um, so, in this podcast... I got a hinge notification, by the way. We are not able to get away from religion. Ever. ever. But I mean, I mean, you never are. It's always more than, it's never more than five feet away. Religion. We could do a whole episode on religion. Yeah, um, I mean, we just did, basically. We just basically did, yeah, on capitalism. Uh, <laughs> capitalism and religion. Um, Christian literature, that's mad. But the, the physical touch one, I suppose when you're with friends, it might be more like, I like to hug my friends when I see them. Yeah. But I hug people a lot. I would always greet people with a hug. Well, not people like, you know, just in the street. I mean, like people I know, I would always be like, oh, hey, man, if a hug was possible. Okay. You know? But does physical touch also count as like a handshake? Yeah, Do you I'm have a good sure. handshake? Oh, that's a very good handshake. Yeah. Oh, geez, that's really impressive. I'm strong. No, it's not even strong. A good handshake is like a firm grip, some of a strong grip. Oh, please. Give us it again. Why did you keep doing this like wind up? I don't thing? know, I just wanted it to be. Just, no, you don't need to do that. You just need to Stronger. Just okay, fine. Go in. Oh, you've changed it now. You're going like crabbing. Oh, that's good. Because you don't want to leave that gap in between your two hands where it's like you can almost like make like fart noises. You don't want that. No, I practiced. We should do a whole episode. I work in on... a male dominated industry. Everyone mm. is a man. I had to learn. Oh, fair enough. No, in I... order for them not to skip me when they're doing the The worst handshake I ever had was from a knee surgeon. And I was like, that's someone you want to trust. I'm going to be under anesthetic and he could cut anything off. And. He like, I remember I was like 18 and no, no, you shake your, my hand as normal. And he was like, like barely even, I'm actually doing better, a better job than he did. It was terrible. Um, we should do a self-help thing on, on how do we, we could do a class. We could run a class, how to do a good handshake. In London, you probably make hundreds, thousands of pounds. People sell it to like corporate people, Canary Wharf so in the city. We are now experts on love and handshakes. No, because we're like spoofing our way through this. So I feel like we could spoof our way through um, doing handshake courses. The only way people in corporate settings would do anything for anyone, for any, like, we'll come in and do a seminar on handshakes. We were like, yes. We should do a comedy course. Oh, we should. Wait, do you mean we should do one as like to learn or like run one? Are you saying I'm not funny? Mm. Yeah, okay. All right. I mean. I see how it is. Um, that seems a bit un- unfair. Uh, I, you know, I, in fairness, no, I did say in the last episode that it wasn't your comedy, so we're, we're fine. We're fine. Um, but yeah, physical touch, I suppose people don't like being touched. I've said that a few times, but do you, at what point, okay, so I, this is interesting. So I, I went on a date with a girl. I actually went on a few dates with this girl about uh, eight, nine months ago. And she said she didn't think that she thought that I liked her. Because I never really made a move. But I don't think I'm very good on like first dates and stuff. And again, we'll talk about this in the future. Um, about how do you actually move in to be like... Mm. And because you do have to break the touch barrier at some point. But when you're sitting at a table with someone, like in a bar, it's very hard to be like... Are you talking about a touch <laughs> barrier? Or are you talking about kissing them? Or are you talking a about... Touch, like just, just showing any sort of physical intimacy. Oh, okay. How do you... I, I've always maybe... And then she was like, oh, yeah, I didn't think you liked me at all. I was really surprised you asked me for a second date. I was like, oh, maybe I'm just not very good at breaking the touch barrier because I, d- I don't really know how to do it naturally. I think it's easier when you're like standing up, but I always brought people to a pub and like to a table and we'd sit there and I was just not very good at it, maybe. Yeah. 
first date is not a great time to um, break the touch barrier. Maybe when you're like saying goodbye to them. I don't know. I, I would feel weird if do you I, not, do you I not met fuck on the first someone date? for not in a long time. Ah, I see. I'm, I'm old now. Okay. Uh, I'm almost 30. So. Yeah, but I am 30, nearly 31. And maybe I'm just a slut. Um, yeah. No, but I, I suppose it, 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 the rules are different for... You no. set your own boundaries and whatnot. But I mean, like, if say I'm on like a first or second or, or whatever date it is, actually breaking that physical barrier. Okay, so I think I would barrier. find it less weird if I fucked someone on a first date than if they would do this to me. That is a very, <laughs> like, we are comrades now kind of thing. If, if, you, if you're listening to this... There's always just placed a hand on my shoulder, like, as if you're, like, as if you're dad on your wedding day. Yeah. Being like, well done, son. Good job. And a little pat on the back. That was, sorry, that was probably a bit too firm. Sorry. I was doing it as if my dad would do it to me. Sorry. I was just, I, I, but that's, that's what I mean. Sorry. I just got slapped during a podcast. Sorry, I can't believe I just did that. Um, it wasn't even that. It was hard, but it wasn't that hard. I mean, it's probably audible, so when we're going to listen back to it, it's probably there. Yeah, I'm, I, we're recording this as well, so, uh, video-wise, so I might put it on TikTok. <laughs> host attacks host. <laughs> but no, I mean, like, it, the physical touch, it, it, it's hard for me. I think the physical touch in, in when you're dating is is kind of hard because I never really know. I'm, I'm always kind of wary. Like, I want to be respectful towards this person. Uh, I don't want to make an unwanted um, approach. Not that I never really feel like I am, but you know, you 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 don't really know. Like, oh, what's the kind of like? I always hope if I'm going on a date with someone, when I greet them, I would always hug them. Yeah. And I feel like maybe broken them, but then it kind of like builds up again. You know, it grows back when you're sitting having a drink, and then you're like, oh, how do I think? And it's like you don't want to put your hand on their, you know, your hand on their arm or something, or <coughs> you're like, <coughs> excuse me. I was just like tell a story where I'm like it involves some sort of like handshake or something or something happening. So then I'm like, oh, I've broken the physical touch there barrier. But I think wow. in a relationship, am I really weird here? I mean, it is a bit strange. I'm not going to lie. Thank you. But um, I also do this thing where <laughs> when I meet someone for the first time, I pretend I know them because I just find being on a first date really embarrassing. Like, I just don't want other people to know that I'm on a first date. So I might be a little bit more exaggerated with my physical touch as if it was my old friend and not a randomer on the I internet. I do that sometimes on Hinge for my opening line. I'll be like, hey, I'm really bad at opening lines. Can we just join this conversation midway through? And it's a bit cheesy, but then... Wow, that's very cheesy. Cheesy, but then but a, a few girls respond and they're just like, one girl that the other day just said something like... Um, made a random sentence up was like I can't believe that he said that and then I was like I totally know like it was ridiculous that he said that and then she was like and what did you do after that and then I just explained what I was doing right now and then we just kind of get into it and then had a laugh about it I think that's good I think that's also tests whether they're able to you know have a bit of crap and like are they spontaneous or because if you would say that to someone and they would be like what what then they're not the one it's just a bit weird I agree they are just a bit weird um so to round this up now <coughs> excuse me again are we saying that love languages are bullshit yes. i've come around to the idea yes and no okay yes and no you go first tell the idea I... no i've come around to the idea that it is a good guide on the maybe five pillars of a possible solid relationship i don't think there's anything flawed i just think putting them on a pedestal makes it a bit 
kind of like and saying you can only be two of these things or good at two of these things feels a bit strange when quality time is just a given in a relationship and physical touch should probably also just be a given in a relationship I sort of stopped believing in them when I saw it was written by a Christian man named What? That was like 15 minutes ago. (laughs) (laughs) That was the time for me where I realized I don't believe in this. Because Gary probably used it to gaslight someone. To say, oh, gifts are just an act of service. Are just not my love language. So you're saying... We should just do physical touch. This guy, Gary, went to the effort of writing a book... Just so he had to break, he could break up with someone. I mean, men has do- have done different things. Have you seen this movie where there's this guy following an octopus into like the bottom of the ocean on Netflix instead of going to therapy? I, I, I what? <laughs> what are you talking about? My octopus teacher. Oh, okay. My flatmate Finley has just shown me the author, and he he looks like Vladimir Putin. Doesn't he? From here, I'm wearing glasses. Yeah, he looks like the kind of man who would write a book. I opened his picture as well. Oh, yeah. He does oh look like God. the kind of man. Is he dead? No. Well, he's 84 years old. So, I am sorry that oh, I, I, I introduced this, <laughs> this concept. No, actually, we're not talking listeners. about this man because it could become litigious. You could say something and then suddenly we're being sued. Um, okay. So, I don't want to do that. But he does have... A master's of religious education and a doctor of philosophy. So, from the Southwestern Baptist Theological Seminary. So, North Carolina. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, okay. Um, that this is taking a turn. Um, so, love languages, as it turns out, are a very Christian concept, and we have discovered that. So, this was educational for both us, our learner, listeners, learners, listeners, <laughs> and. What an interesting concept we have just discussed. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. Both Catholics. Lapsed. <laughs> um, all right, so that was a very interesting conversation. If you disagree with us or you, you've found solace in this or you think love languages are very important, please let us know. <laughs> yeah, let us know if you've said something offensive. Also, let us know if you think Brianna will stop coughing by the next episode. No, I'm going to cough in every episode. Okay, oh, great. I'm doing very well to hide it, though. Um, and I'm just it's not COVID, it's nothing. It's just the end of the Christmas period trying to leave my body. Yeah, um, yeah we... Thanks for listening. We will be back on Thursday with episode four. I cannot remember what we're going to do uh, in episode four. What you no, doing? we're going we're gonna... to... You had a concept earlier. Yeah. What was it? I'm not sure. Let's talk about it later. Let's talk about it later. Let's not think about next Thursday. No, but you did. You texted me earlier. What is it? I forgot. Okay. She forgot. All right. Thank you very much for listening. We will be back. Have a good week.